Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode four of the Triple Jump podcast. My name is Ben. My name is Peter. Didn't do the last name this week. No. I thought that would throw you again. Uh, and it's a good thing I didn't because you just like a speeding train. Well, you I was right like in there train, hurtling down the corridor after me. But the corridor of podcast. Subtly, I was, I, I waited for half a half a beat. In, so just in case. Just, just enough that my brain could very quickly read your inflection and work out whether you were going to say a surname or not. And it was like, confirmed, no surname. No surname. I'm Peter. Follow parameters, say first name. Yeah. Peter. Run first name only.exe. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks. It's a video game podcast. Um, we're going to talk about games and answer questions, bring some weird news, talk about what we play in, groundbreaking segment, and uh, wrap it up with a big old discussion at the end. God. Before we go any further, Peter, yeah. we have made it onto audio platforms. My lord. It took us nearly a month. Yeah, it's, it's early March now. Yeah, so yeah. it took us a little while. It was out of our hands, out of our control, but we are now available as as of the recording of this episode. Mm. We are on, uh, we're hosted on Acast, and we've uh, tweeted out the direct link to that. Yeah. Um, it, and it'll be in the description of the video. If you're watching the video, you might be listening to the MP3 now. We'll remain on YouTube. Yeah, we're still going to be on YouTube in video form. Uh, we're going to we're on Spotify already. Uh, we're on Podbean as well. If you use that, we're going to try and expand the services that we are on and the platforms that we're on based on what you guys want us to be on. Yeah. Uh, iTunes, it's it's currently under going under the submission process, which Pending. can take a couple of days. Scandal. Podcast pending. Podcast pending. Uh, but do let us know. Google Podcasts, unfortunately, it's not available in the UK, apparently. We're not allowed to submit Weird that. thing. So yeah. that can't help you there. But if there are any that you really want us to be on, let us know, and we will do our best to to get on there. And if you're watching you. or listening to this at time of release, uh, we've also backdated and put the old uh, episodes on as well. They're all on there. They're all on there. They're all on there. So please leave us reviews in relevant places. It will, it will really help a lot, big time. Mm. So thank you for that. Let's start with a question, Peter. Oh, I'd love to. Who's, who's, uh, who's first on the docket from the wonderful world of Patreon? This is from Sam Mc... Sam Mc. That's what it says. Sam that Mc. Like a, like a hammock. Yeah. But only for Sam's. Oh, I mean, you can you can eat ham in a hammock. You can eat yeah. salmon. Well, in that's a where you go to. Maybe it's salmon. 
Oh, mm, delicious. A salmon. A delicious salmon. Anyway. <laughs> yes. Samak mm-hmm. briefly stepped down from his hanging bed tree. He graced us with his presence. And said, is the, uh, is the single player game here to stay? With the success of Red Dead Spider-Man, I've never, I've not played that, have you? Red Dead Spider-Man. Red Dead Spider-Man, mm-hmm. there's no comma there. With the success of Red Dead Spider-Man, etc. Or is online play with microtransactions and loot boxes just too profitable to ignore? Come on, give him the benefit of the doubt. Just Don't too profitable. I mean, that's what it says. It is what it to says. Too profitable to ignore. Look, we've, he's, he's come down from the, ha- the he's Sam He's paid Muck. good money as he's well come, to ask Sa- this question. Sam Mook has come down from his Sam to ask us a question. Sorry, Sam. And you're... So, you're I'm sam- mocking him. You're mooking him. <laughs> <laughs> sam mocking him. Right, let's go from the top. Yes. Red in English. Go on. Is the single-player game here to stay? With the success of Red Dead, Spider-Man, etc. Or is online play with microtransactions and loot boxes just too profitable to ignore? Oh, that's an excellent question. So, oh, off he goes. Bye. Bye, Sam. Oh, off, off he back goes. Up to the back Samuk. into his tree oh. to eat bananas and fish. Oh, is that mm. it? Is that all he can eat up there? Yeah. Well, there's bananas in the tree. And salmon oh, that's true. in the Samuk. They only build them in banana. Tr- but what a rich fiction we're weaving yeah. here. Yeah. Samuk. God. That, this this is the kind of premium treatment you can expect if you go to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump, where we exclusively source the questions for this podcast. It's time for a triple jump wiki, I think. Oh, Whittle God, jump. So, so much so much fiction already. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to remember it all. Uh, so I think the, the prime example really to go straight to is PlayStation. Right. Because they almost exclusively <laughs> seem to be developing single player narrative very critically well received very good ones uh, very good single yeah. player games so i believe that you know it's we're in a weird space at the moment where free to play is getting more and more prominent especially with apex you know that yeah. that came out of nowhere apex legends uh, published by ea developed by uh titanfall developers respawn mm-hmm. you know the, these guys Presumably, well, they're, they're meant to be working on a Star Wars game as well. Uh, but <laughs> well, I was going to go there later, could, but yeah. They could release like Titanfall 3 and charge 60, 60 buckaroos and have it stuffed to the, the eyeballs with um, microtransactions and stuff. But they've elected to release a game that clearly has had a lot of time put into it. It's very polished. Yeah. Uh, for free, because the microtransaction model is is so sustainable at the moment. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is the interesting thing is that I, I, I as a broad answer, a general answer, I will say I don't think you know I think I think single players are still here to stay, mm-hmm. um, and we'll go into more detail, I'm sure. But as as a an interesting kind of caveat to that is, I feel like because multiplayer games are so lucrative, they're kind of delaying the rate at which we're receiving single-player narrative mm. games uh, from certain companies on, on certain platforms anyway. So as you right. say, on PlayStation, yeah, we're getting we're still getting plenty of, of excellent stuff. But you, you say, you mentioned Star Wars from EA. They don't know what they're doing. As we've <laughs> discussed in a previous podcast and on a list, mm. they, uh, they announced 1313, mm. or uh, Star Wars in general did, and then there was the takeover. Yeah. Then that was cancelled. Then there was going to be Ragtag, the single player. Then that was cancelled. Then there was going to be a multiplayer game. So it's like, oh, okay, they've they've dropped single player in favor of multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Then that was cancelled. And now we're getting a single player game. That's on the way. Yeah. And it just seems very confused. Now, I don't know if part of the reason of that is is they're trying to work out, oh, what can make the most money here? Like, yeah. we know people would... We know there's demand for an interesting linear single player narrative. But actually, can we line our pockets a bit more if we do multiplayer <laughs> stuff? And I don't know. 
we're we're in a weird place at the moment where obviously everyone involved in video games is is a business and they want yeah. to make their money but there are still different principles and philosophies that these companies uh, tend to abide to mm. obviously ea is a bit more relaxed yeah. about ethics really uh, but you know you've got i think as long as nintendo and playstation are in in the game yeah. so to speak those two specifically, there will definitely still be single-player games. Yeah, uh, Microsoft tends to sort of... It's, it's far more diverse in what it offers um, in terms of sort of games as a service and, mm. and multiplayer offerings and things like that. Nintendo's just getting into multiplayer, but we haven't really had uh, any highlight exclusive multiplayer PlayStation games probably since early PS4 days, late PS3. Killzone Shadowfall had a yeah, had a multiplayer exclusive. component that didn't you know didn't have a huge player base. Yeah, the issue um, I think is more when you venture outside of uh, uh, companies publishing for their own consoles. Mm. So like the, the moment you talk about Bethesda, for example, is another is another case in point where yeah. I've written here the rate at which we're receiving Obliv- um, uh, Elder Scrolls games, for example, they're every like four or five years from Morrowind to Oblivion to Skyrim. Yeah. Uh, and and in between all those games was DLC coming out all the time mm-hmm. up until 2012. And then at that point, we got the Elder Scrolls Online in 2014. Yeah. And we've not had any, apart from a load of re-releases of Skyrim, but we've not had any new content from, from Elder Scrolls. No. And we probably, I don't think we're going to get that teased sequel this year i suspect oh, it's going to no, be no, no. That's, next year at that's, least that's a very that's a very long way away so essentially we, we've got like a, a six or seven year gap between the last proper elder Scrolls single player release mm-hmm. and i feel like bethesda probably are happy because they're plugging the gap with their very lucrative multiplayer online game instead yeah but people who aren't so interested in that have just not had a proper Elder Scrolls to play since Skyrim came out. Which well, was... I would argue that the Elder Scrolls Online isn't a proper Elder Scrolls game. Um, well, and that it's not a you know a main series entry because they don't do or they tend not to. Well, it's not least... a main series entry. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. like like Fallout. You know, they've they've done New Vegas mm-hmm. and things. Obviously, that was developed by a different published by Bethesda. Yeah. Um, it's Bethesda. I think they they're still predominantly a single player focused studio they they have obviously this multiplayer this this mmo mm. uh but i would i'd highly doubt you know they know where their player base is it's not it's not in multiplayer they've got a big one there yeah but that's not their that's not the full potential of their audience no yeah I, I mean i'm not suggesting that are they gradually moving towards doing multiplayer only but mm. i i think what i'm i'm saying is that these things are lucrative yeah. And in terms of just furthering the Elder Scrolls collection of games in general, or whether it's single player or multiplayer or whatever, mm-hmm. they're, it seems they're quite happy to plug the gap with uh, an MMO because those things have legs a lot more than a single player does. Yeah, MMOs are still, they're, they're tricky though, aren't they? To, they've clearly managed to get it right here, but that was a gamble. Oh yeah, uh, you was. know you see You see MMOs all the time really struggling, but yeah. as long as we've got in, indie games as well, mm. I think you know people are always going to want to sit in uh, at home afterwards work or just you know make it their full-time thing just to make something yeah uh and sometimes those are multiplayer yeah but you know some of the best single player experiences we've had in the last several years have been indie games yeah oxen free and being one of them i really enjoyed uh, everyone's gone to rapture that yeah it's incredible you yeah. know so there, there are always going to be really good single player games if you want a huge budget behind it though you've got to probably look towards nintendo and playstation yeah. because they focus far more on that stuff activision ea 
they publish those games as well from time to time, but they're far more focused on multiplayer stuff mm -hmm. and, and loot boxes and the like. In fact, I have a, a quote here from chairman of Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios, Sean Layden. Sean Layden. To know that the choices we're making to lean heavily into stories and narrative and to create worlds where people will lose themselves in the story of another person or culture or an... Hang on. That was, there's no, that, there's, there's no, there's no beginning of that. So consider, consider, resi revising. Revi consider resigning. Resigning. Sean Layden, consider re resigning. <laughs> I've clearly done a very good job there and just copied half of the sentence across thinking it made sense without reading it back. Um, just start with... It's nice. It's nice to know that the choices we're making to lean heavily into stories and narrative and to create worlds where people will lose <laughs> themselves it still doesn't make it sense, doesn't, doesn't it? Make, no. We're very Sorry. proud of that, he continues. We will continue to ex execute our franchises on that. As far as games as a service and esports or recurring revenue models or whatever, or whatever, if we can do something interesting and meaningful in those areas, we'll do it. Good to know. So basically, he's he's doubling down and saying, "Hey, look, you know, we're really proud of what we're doing in the single player department, and we know something. players and and critics really appreciate it. So mm. we're, and they sell really well. So we're going to keep doing that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact that apparently he can't string a sentence together, which is super <laughs> embarrassing, Sean Layden. I can't believe you would do that. Yeah. Uh, but no, I think single-player games are definitely, definitely here to stay. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, they'll never, they'll never go. Are you okay? Do a really. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, there's a bit of fluff in this mug. Oh. But if you order one from uh, tripleja.mup and then go uh, to our store, hmm. it probably won't have fluff in it. I can't guarantee it. But oh, listen to that. Mm. Those of you listening at home, yeah, there's for, for people who can't see the mugs. We're on drinking video. out of our premium triple jump mugs. Yeah, it's the way we deal with awkwardly fluffing an entire section. Liquid. Here we go. We're moving on to a section, the most groundbreaking section in all of podcasting. Are you ready, Peter? We're smashing it. Yeah. Here we. Okay. Yeah. Just put that mug right down there. Yeah, it was heavy. It's time for what we play. Oh, what are we playing, Ben? That's an excellent question, Peter. I'll mm. tell you what you want, what you really, really want. Just tell me what I want, what I really, really want. I wanna. I wanna. Huh. Huh? I wanna. Really, really, huh. really wanna. Zigga, zigga. Zigga, cigar. So I streamed earlier in the week, mm. and I thought, let's play some Rocket League. It's been a while since I played some Rocket League. Yeah. I put a poll out there, Rocket League won. Mm -hmm. It's a wasteland. Oh, I know. It's I didn't know anything about this, and I was so shocked to discover it. And also, it's really inconvenient for it to be found out on a stream where I had to <laughs> yeah. change game halfway through. You need to through. do some preparation next time. Oh, you can't do just some, wing it. Do some research. I'm sorry that I thought Rocket League, the award-winning quadrillion dollar revenue mm. video game that everybody loves. Multiplayer. Multiplayer. That's also it. an eSport. Mm-hmm. Has has gone to the dogs, so oh. to speak, or the the car dogs. Dog it league. <laughs> um, basically, out of the five or six games that I joined, at least half the players were not playing. Mm. So they were either idling and not moving around at all, or they were just accelerating endlessly. So people were clearly using bots or some sort of uh, program because you can play with uh, Steam players on PS4. Right. To stop to just yeah, to stop being kicked for idling. Yeah. And um apparently the goal there is that they're mining or you know grinding for in-game crates, loot crates and stuff like right. that. And I don't really know what the purpose of that is. Cosmetic car stuff, I think. Well, yeah, but I don't know how like you'd sell it and stuff. No, I, yeah. I don't how really profit from I don't that? really understand, mm -hmm. but apparently that's what it's for. 
And it was just shocking, not only that that is even allowed, but that it isn't being policed at all, yeah. it seems. I don't know why. It was every single game. There were at least a few players who just weren't playing. That's strange. And it's insane, given, as I said, the the amount of people who like this game, the amount of people who presumably still play this game, the fact that it's an eSport, the fact that this uh, that Psyonix has made all the money in the entire universe yeah. from it. It just... It, it's. I'm still... I'm, I'm speechless, Peter. They must I can't know, believe it. They must know that it's going on, though, because if... I mean, maybe you're just really unlucky, but it sounds like <laughs> almost every game this is happening or yeah. you know, the vast majority of games is going to be someone doing that. And like there's very there are I'm sure there are various simple ways to get around it. Like, number one, the people who are just idling and not moving, mm. they should be being booted. And I don't know. Maybe they do get booted eventually. And that's why yeah. people have suspicious a bot behavior to drive them around. Yeah. But if you can create a bot that can just accelerate and turn left and right occasionally and is going to trick the mm. game, then Maybe they should just say, I know it's a mild inconvenience, but they should just put like, not necessarily a, a capture <laughs> on it. Are you a robot? But j- just just a thing where you have to like select the right thing and be, like after every fifth match or something. Yeah. Just, just something like to say. Like a Netflix, are you still watching? Basically that. But I mean, again, a bot could just probably recognize that and press X. But do you know what I well, mean? Like some kind of... RuneScape had things in place right. where... If you mind too much, and I think if you cut down too many trees, a a golem slash tree monster would spawn right. and just start attacking you. Yeah. And people would use and probably still use bots to mine and mm-hmm. chop down wood almost endlessly. And, you know, if <laughs> if you weren't playing, you'd get beaten up by yeah. these monsters and you'd die and you'd come back hours later after going to school or whatever. Yeah. And and your character would be dead. I never used it, obviously, because I'm, you know, You're I'm, a good the, boy. I'm a good boy. But a good, good Christian, wholesome boy. But I don't know. I, I did know someone who who did use these bots, mm-hmm. and and that happened to him. I don't know how that would be introdu- introduced in Rocket League necessarily. I don't know how they would get a golem or a or a tree monster in there. But I'm just saying. It's a big angry car. I couldn't. I couldn't believe that that this actually just a full size regular car. Yeah. I couldn't believe that this was happening. I couldn't in ah. in this game. Uh, it just it shocked me, mm-hmm. and uh, and I find it very disappointing. And admittedly, I'm not sure if I was playing ranked games because I think those are probably better. Yeah. But the fact it's happening at all is kind of appalling, really. Yeah, it is. That's mm. that is a tragedy. But moving from a, a slightly sad tale from yeah. from our streams, yeah, to a happier one, yeah. What we play in, huh? literally me and you this week played the final. Uh, segment of mm-hmm. our Claire run through of Resident Evil 2. Resident Evil 2. Which means I know there's uh, the the extra stories that we're yet to play. Mm-hmm. Um, whether we do it on stream or not, I don't know. But uh, me and you have now both completed Leon and Claire on Resident Evil 2. Yeah, so we played Leon's campaigns in the comfort of our own home. Yeah. And then we did uh, the Claire the Claire campaign on stream mm. uh, every Thursday. So if you've been watching those, thank you very much. The finale will be up on Monday. Uh, while we're on the subject, actually, I just want to quickly touch on the fact that, you know, obviously we're putting out three VODs a week and stuff. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, people are happy with that and we really appreciate it. But there are still some people who, you know, we just can never please. No. And uh, we would like to point out that we're doing our very best. There are only two of us. Yeah. And we have, we have selected a model 
to begin the channel that we believe will maximize the chance of us surviving more than a year yes yeah, and there being some sort of longevity to the channel and as we go and we expand we'll we will look at other avenues to to find and introduce uh, new content and new shows and maybe and some familiar con content and exactly shows. and some secrets and discoveries from yeah. some of our favorite games but you know, until then, th this is this is what we're doing at the moment. And if you don't like it, you can get out. You can. You can get out. Fup it off. Fup it. You can fup right off. Yeah. As, as, as I said, like the majority of you are wonderful and we really appreciate mm. you supporting us. But of course, there are some people out there who who it's it's never enough. It's never enough. Go and watch the it's back catalogue of, of previous stuff if that's previous what you ventures. really miss. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up just because, you know, the VODs in particular is something that someone was just sounding off about recently. I well, think. I've seen people sounding off about lists as well. Like, we try and make them entertaining. Yeah, I think they are. I think they are. I like making them. Mm. You know, we're finally able to do ones that we really want to do. And it's, uh, frankly, it's a more lucrative type of video to put out <laughs> than uh, sitting and, and playing... Well, I don't know. Just doing a 30-part Let's Play of something. or Right. I don't know what. Anyway. Yeah. I just thought I'd, I'd briefly bring that up just because, you know, the, the VOD the VOD comment the other day didn't get my blood boiling, but it did irk me blood, something. Blood boiling. Boil. Blood, blood boiling. Blood boil. Yeah. So that'll be up on Monday if you want to watch that. And if you've been watching through uh, the, the various parts of this Let's Play, uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll be looking for something new to play soon. Yeah. But in the interest of the what we're playing discussion segment, I, yeah. I just want to know what. Well, I mean, I know it's m my entry to the to the podcast, but I want to know what you thought of of the campaign as a whole. I know oh. I certainly enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it because I mean, not only when you play as as Claire, is there areas that you access that you don't in Leon's, mm -hmm. um, and not only are you a walking cube when you have yes. the walking cube skin, when you have the on. 1998 skin in yeah. the world. Uh, it it also remixes remixes uh, remix to ignition. Yeah. Uh, well, careful. No, not let's not. No. Um, and <laughs> because we played as uh, when when you finish Leon's campaign, you either get to start a new game as Claire, or mm. you get to start a new game and then in parentheses second run. Second run, which means that you're continuing the save file technically, but things won't quite be as you remember them from Leon's campaign. No. So it changes a couple of things around on top of the fact that it's Claire's campaign, which is different anyway. Mm. So I really enjoyed that because we went into a couple of rooms thinking, we're safe in here. You know, the safe rooms have moved yeah. from the start. They're, they're in different places. Got rid of the the safe room, I mm -hmm. would say. The OG, true, happiest, safest room, yeah. which was the police lobby. That's mm -hmm. just gone now. We got into a room where, where we knew nothing happened in Leon's campaign, where we had to get the arm of the statue, and then a liquor just burst through, oh God, the, yeah. through the skylight and scared the bejesus out of us. And vice uh, versa as well. We would occasionally go into a room. We burst going, through oh, a skylight this, yeah, onto, we a did, onto a and liquor and scared the bejesus out of <laughs> the him. The liquor was doing a puzzle, putting an arm <laughs> onto a statue, going, oh, yeah. God, how do I do this? <laughs> and then we scared him. Uh, but yeah, going into spooky rooms as well, going, oh, I remember this being a terrible place. And then it's like, oh. you, there's nothing there. And actually, that makes you more tense than if there had been a monster. <laughs> that you're, you're like, is it coming right at the end of the room? Welcome, it been Leon. Here. It should have been here by now. Hello? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. And you did as well. I did. I really, yeah. Aww. I think it was a, a lot of fun. Very well made. Mm -hmm. Pretty much flawless i'm not saying perfect those yeah, are two I different have, words but i have certainly... no issues with that game no i really enjoyed it and you know i always i was morbidly fascinated with it before it came out mm. and then i ended up playing through it and I, I yeah 
blew me away. Yeah, really I don't think like we saw it. any. We saw the occasional, just like slightly twitchy limb. Yeah, sort of a jiggly um, boy here and there. Yeah, but that's you know that's really nothing, is it? It's part for the course. And I love the the sort of clean, quite minimal UI and, and engine in general with uh, since uh, Resi Seven. Yeah, uh, and they've reused it here as well. It looks great. It just it's it so does. clean and yeah, tidy and nice. So mm-hmm. I must say, I heard a lot more of the music. Well, oh yeah, you know, with the headphones on, obviously, than I did when I was playing Leon's campaign. Mm. And there are times when it really tenses an area up. Yeah, but uh, I still think that there's something to be said for the creepy, not quite right music used in the original. Yeah. One. Bit synthy. Yeah, <sighs> it just sounds a bit wrong and broken. Yeah, and it really, it really does scare you. It's when, like a sad accordion. Yeah, the monkey on top is already oh. dead. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> the most depressing busker ever. Oh no! Yeah, I feel I feel like I need to find this man or woman <laughs> and help them out. Yeah, is that what we'd be playing? Yeah. Wow. Let That's us know it. what you'd be playing in the comments below. What a section! Yeah, My like God. We, we both both brought games that if people have been watching all our content, they already <laughs> knew we've been playing. Well, those. I wanted to talk about Rocket League anyway. I have been playing Modern Warfare Remastered, but I'm probably going to be playing a bit more of that this this coming week. Yeah, so I'll talk I'm about it next uh, time. picking up Spider Man now. Finally. Oh, I yes. played a, a little bit of it already, but it's time to actually do oh, it properly. It's time to so. swing. Tune in next week. Where Peter's talking about the current modern release, Spider-Man. And Ben's talking about the current modern release. Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Next question, Peter. Yeah. This is from Eon Davidson. It's Not Eon again. Millennium Davidson. Eon oh. Davidson. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see. Thousands upon thousands of years of Davidson. It's very good. We did this. I feel like we did this before. Yeah. Eon. The, I think we did. The power company. Yeah. Eon Davidson. Mr. Eon hmm. says, so the Sonic movie kind of revealed what Sonic will look like. Thoughts slash nightmares on the subject. Yes. Yeah. So... We got these. We got the scary legs a little while ago oh. in a leaked poster, yeah. where he had very human legs, and it was from an angle that was sort of at crotch height. And artists rendi- sort of artists' renditions. Mm. They they would zoom the photo out, and and like draw crudely what what else was happening in that photo. <laughs> yeah, and it is. It's literally he must be laying there like. Ugh. Look at look at my definitely look at my look at my hog my hedgehog. In terms of point of view, we basically had our head between his legs facing yeah. outwards. It's That's, a really weird view. Yeah, I don't know how we would get down there. Really. And he's been sort of zipping around the Golden Gate Bridge. You can see the trail that he's made, mm-hmm. which is inexplicably still there. Mm-hmm. And he's had time to come and lie down and recline. I guess it's because he's so fast. He's really he's got to, he's yeah. got to go fast. He's I've like heard. the Flash. When will you learn that your actions have consequences? Recently, we got to see all of him in all of his glory. In all of his what? In all of his glory. No, it's not glory. In all of his glory. In all of his gory. Mm. Mm. He is a very strange-looking man. He I is. Will, I will. I'll put it that way. He's got these big eyes. I d- I'm going to have to get a photo up of it. He but he kind it's of just... almost looks a bit dimply in his cheeks. He doesn't have actual dimples, but he's got a kind of yeah. You know, it's like in The Simpsons when Lisa gets the mumps and her cheeks swell up. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of what he reminds me of when she's playing Dash Dingo. Oh, didgeridoo! It's just a, a gaming <laughs> reference to tie it in while yeah. you go through your phone and pull up a picture. Yeah, of... Simpsons gaming reference. Yeah, yes. a game that only exists in a fictional world, but is a parody of a. Have you got it there yet? I'm, 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 sorry, no, keep I'm starting going, to drown keep going, here. Keep going. Anyway, I'm sexually attracted to Sonic the Hedgehog. That's what I'm saying. Here he is. So this is... There he is there. 
Yeah, he's the one on the left he's, on this image. Yeah, Someone has corrected him in this side-by-side photo. That yeah, they've, they've pointed his nose more and they've made his eyes sort of, his pupils slightly more slender like a cat. They've given him um, actual gloves because it's at the moment it's a bit ambiguous as to whether it can't, it sort of looks like he's wearing gloves, the one that they, yeah. the, the the real one, the, the movie one. But he might not be. Some people are uh, slightly afraid that his arms just go into white fur on the ends of his hands. I suppose it's problematic anyway when you try to convert a a character that is just a cartoon. Yeah. Because he has he has a backstory, mm-hmm. but it's weird and. It's difficult to put that into live action anyway, unless you literally just have him be a cartoon. What they've tried to do is, to the the best of their ability, anthropomorphize an already anthropomorphized hedgehog man. So there are various options, right? So you can either, you could Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy him, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, he's, the new Crash looks modern gen and and crisp, and you can see like almost individual hairs on his fur, but he still looks like a cartoon character. Mm -hmm. Or you could even, I would go as far as to say you could even do what they did in that terrible Sonic Xbox game, Sonic 06, which is a really bad game. It is. But they've put a cartoony Sonic in not quite a live action world. <laughs> but it's close enough. It's for Final it to Fantasy-ish. Be... So it's it's a bit like Kingdom Hearts, how you have a bunch of uh, cartoony characters alongside what are supposed to be sort of normal-ish human beings. Yeah. I think there's there's ways to mix these things. Like Detective Pikachu is mm-hmm. doing it okay-ish. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be better received because we know that it's it's going to be it's got Ryan Reynolds in it, so it's at least going to be slightly entertaining. But even just visually, yeah, visually, yeah, absolutely. But I don't know if Sonic has the goodwill that perhaps Detective Pikachu has going for it. So people are going to be far more critical of it just because it's yeah. like, oh god, let's hear what he sounds like. Oh, it's a thousand violins that don't have strings anymore. But um, my point is though, you don't. I don't think they had to try and adapt him into a more anthropomorphic form. I no, think they I could agree. have just pulled the character out, made him have individual Monsters, Inc. Sully fur hairs, mm. and it would it still would look weird. I don't think they need to do this film, but like it would have looked better than what they've done right now, which is try and blend the two worlds. I don't understand why it has to be live action. No, I That's don't. That's what I don't understand, yeah. because Ratchet and Clank had a film that wasn't great, mm. but it was at least CG. The yeah. whole thing was in their universe. Can you imagine having a CG Lombax interacting with a real person with the proportions of... Of what's his name, Captain Quark? Yeah, with his massive chin and his ridiculous his upper body, chin bigger than his legs. Like it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't, it would look so. It would look like some sort of weird Tim Burton nightmare. Well, yeah, well, that's a good question. Why have they brought him into a real world? I still I feel that know. way about um, Mario Odyssey. I know that was very right. well received, but I still thought that was a really it weird is, choice. It's really strange to bring in a tiny a little real person. Here's this strange Hobbit man. Yeah, just running around New York taxis, jumping on people's heads and stuff. It's just New Donk City. Yeah, okay. That's what it's called. Fine. Thank you. Jeez. Um, no, I totally agree. Bearing in mind that Sonic has had several animated series mm. that are just cartoons. They're not CG. But like they, they could have gone that route. Yeah. And I think that would have at least pleased the hardcore Sonic crowd. Because... And kids. I don't think... Well, yeah, and children as well. I don't think anyone is going to be rushing out there sort of mainstream audience-wise and going, oh, my God, this film looks sick. Yeah. It's a Sonic film. I can't wait. This is only, This was only ever going to really be for 
it's going to be aggressively marketed towards children, regardless mm. of the route they go down. But really, it's Sonic fans that they want to come and see this, and they've already pissed all of them off. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what they were thinking. Imagine being the marketing team for this film, mm. not having even released a trailer yet, and everyone's already really angry about just it. Just furious. I would just be terrified for trailer day, wouldn't you? Oh. There's one um, still that's been leaked as well. I don't know if you've seen that, where he's sort of running towards the camera. Oh, no. He looks horrible. <laughs> he looks really. He looks totally different as well to the images we've seen so far, but in just in a different way. Is it like Will Smith's genie? Yeah, kind there's of. There's something. There's something. I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something very wrong. Will Smith's genie is really strange because it looks like his face has been shrunk down slightly too small for the head. <laughs> it does. Yeah. It's like a, someone's blown up a balloon slightly too much. It's like a meme. Yeah. It's like the meme where like the Gordon Ramsay where they make his face too small. Yeah, really weird. Oh dear. Anyway, thank you for that question. Yeah, Neon. I didn't mean to bandwagon, but that's just our genuine I mean, you can't not be angry about the terrible well, yeah, or not I mean, angry, just I'm not angry. Disturbed. I'm like I, f- I feel like some something good went out of the world mm. when that was released. Yeah. When someone made that decision, something really pure died. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I can't at some point we're going to work out what it was. Maybe Maybe chocolate doesn't taste as good anymore. Maybe all the ice cream melted. But oh, something that there, there is there is balance in this world, and something has this has deeply deeply upset that balance. Every so. time a child says, "I do not believe in hedgehogs," somewhere in the world, a hedgehog falls down dead. You have to clap to make <laughs> it come back to life. This Sonic gets like one extra hair. You should have <laughs> seen him originally. It was really it was very unsettling. Yeah. Okay, moving on. It's time, Peter. Weird. It's time for weird news. It's about to get weird. Oh, it's weird news time. Bizarre. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Peter, yes. what have you brought for me today? I brought my mobile phone, upon which oh. I have sent myself a link to an article oh. from Kotaku once again. Oh, Peter Austin and his Kotaku. To me, I mean, I, I'm not like much of a an online news reader for, for gaming news. Particularly. Like, I just look what's on Twitter and stuff, but I don't yeah. really go from site to site looking at what's going on. But whenever I'm looking for weird news, Kotaku mm. always deliver. Well, what have they delivered to you today? Gaming monitor stops a bullet. Still works perfectly. I'm sorry? 
Gaming monitor stops a bullet. Still works perfectly. Gaming mo as in like a PC monitor? A PC monitor has stopped a bullet. Wow. It still works perfectly. That's incredible. So Tell uh, me more. This is according to kotaku.co.uk. Yeah. At 4 a.m. last Sunday morning in Fresno County, California, uh, resident Eric Gann heard a loud banging noise in his house. Oh. He lay, awake, he lay awake in panic for an hour before falling back asleep, figuring he'd observe the damage in the morning. That's fair. Yeah. I was. I do that all the time. Except, that happens in America. Except, you know, it wasn't a bullet going into a monitor. It was just my suction cup-based loo roll holder falling off the door. Have you got a suction cup-based loo roll holder? You've been to my flat. You know I've that. not been in the bathroom, though. Have you not? No. Did you go four hours without needing a wee? Yeah. Look at the bladder on this boy. Hell yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I do. i tell you why. It's because I've got the one that they built. Onto, this is really important. I'm going to yeah. talk about it now, okay? Since we're we'll on the subject. find out about the bullet hole shortly. Look, the bullet hole can wait. <laughs> I'm talking about loo roll holders and what it means for your weekend at 11. Hmm. Um, the the loo roll holder that they have affixed to the wall yeah. because the toilet is right next to the door for the bathroom right. on the side. They put it behind you practically. So you have to really turn around and reach behind you to get the toilet roll oh, off the holder. No one wants that. So I had a suction cupped one from my from the last place I lived and I put it on the door yeah. just so it's easier to reach and it fell off and it spooked me something good. But again, just like the bullet man, I thought it'll be fine. I'll look at it in the morning. Yeah, I think in America, if you hear a loud bang in your house that sounds like a gunshot, you just think, Someone's coming to kill me. Well, no, no. You think, oh, well, I'll see what happens at 9 a.m., I suppose. It's just such a regular occurrence there. Yeah. That's not my truth. If I die, I don't, have to, I don't <laughs> have to pay health insurance, which is nice. Um, he didn't expect to find five bullet holes in his home. Jeez, five? Five hours later. How many loo roll holders? Uh, none, according to the article, but I can reach out to the writer if you wish. Please, yeah, I'm realistic that. What he also didn't expect was that his gaming monitor had stopped one of them mid-flight. What he most definitely didn't expect is the monitor still worked. Whoa! So um, he basically posted about it on Twitter. There are photos. Uh, he is at EricGan98. Actually, yeah. I should say, this is reported by Kotaku, but originally was reported by, I think, PC Gamer. Okay. Because they love talking about the PC Master Race. Now having a PC, it will stop you being shot. Yes. That's yeah. why you get a PC and not a console. A console wouldn't do that. So apparently, Eric Gann, yes. uh, he says, the bullet was right behind my monitor. That was the biggest hole. We were like, what the, what the bleep is this? Um, and he looked at the hole, wondering whether the bullet had missed his uh, monitor completely, but then saw the dent where it hit the back of the monitor and then just dropped down onto the desk. Wow, what's that monitor made out of? I don't know. So he says, admittedly, it did go through a wall first. Right, so it went okay. through into so it the house down, and right. then hit the monitor. So that probably helped. But even so, there's a dent from a bullet on the back of his monitor. So what's his? What do they make American houses out of? Um, maybe that paper. I think you know in Japan on the <laughs> yeah. inside of houses uh -huh. they have that paper and wood. Yeah. I think they make the outside of American houses out of that. Because I don't feel like a bullet would get very far through a brick house. No, it's like the the three little pigs. Right. That's what the fourth pig made his house out of computer game monitors. <laughs> and he was safe forever. Yeah. The wolf brought a gun. And does, it... It, does it say anywhere in there um, about why there were bullets fired at it, his house? It does. I'm just trying to find it. Yeah. Okay. Um, he basically... Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, bullet holes marred the south wall. Whoa. <laughs> PC game there. Yeah. Uh, he didn't know why and chalks it up to... Some kids partying too hard nearby. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. America. Hashtag America. <laughs> Americans, get out of America. It's not safe for you there. 
Um, best of all, as you probably might expect, in, term, mm. in the interest of PR, yes. that uh, he's now received a message from the Monitor's manufacturer offering a replacement. Oh, that's good. Gunn says that the day after the incident, he was playing Apex Legends again as if nothing had happened. Mm. Yeah, well... I would go to bed before 10, otherwise you might not be so lucky next time. What's that, a, that's a threat. Is, <laughs> who's, the, who's the manufacturer of the monitor? Um, Was it a rival monitor manufacturer that shot his house up? <laughs> well, it, that's backfired, hasn't it? Because they've just proved... Lenovo scam! <laughs> they've just proved that their their own rivals have bulletproof monitors. Yeah. What a terrible did. move. Yeah, they PR Um MSI Optics G27C2 gaming monitor. Wow. That um, sounds complicated. It sounds like a PC monitor. Kotaku rang the county sheriff's office and corroborated Gan's story. Huh. It did happen. Five five gunshots wow. um, that he chalked up to some kids partying too hard. Well, that that truly was weird. That Thank was you, pretty peeps. weird news and almost gaming related. Yeah, I'd say so. It's a shame you didn't have a story about, you know, your loo roll holder and stuff. Well, maybe, maybe yeah. next time. Mm. Destructoid.com. Yeah? If you happen to live in Japan are a big Final Fantasy fan, and have a wedding coming up. All three of those things. The stars have just aligned in your favor. Mm. Square Enix is teaming up with Bridal Hearts to offer a Final Fantasy XIV-themed wedding service for prospective couples in the country. It's quite specific. It is very 14. specific. The service will allow people to enjoy elements from the game and recreate the eternal bonding ceremony with all the proper outfits and decor and legal authority of a wedding. Oh. The full package will include a wedding dress and tuxedo modelled after Final Fantasy XIV's equivalent garbs, various in-game assets recreated for background images and videos, and replicas... <laughs> Did you just say recreated? Yes, I did. Okay. I think I was trying to say recreational, but yeah. I, just, I just I just absolutely leaned into it. Yeah, I called you out on it as well. And re you could have just let me have this. I could have. And replicas of the bride and groom's weapons of choice. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, music from the popular MMO will be obviously obviously will be, <laughs> from the popular MMO will be will be played, and a gigantic themed cake will be shared with the guests, along with a fully catered menu of Final Fantasy food and drink. Would you come down the aisle to Wong Winged Angel? <laughs> Such a brilliant piece of yeah, music. Yeah, it's there. good. Yeah, uh, a standard pl a standard plan, right? Which includes the service with seventy guests will run mm. couples three point five million yen. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, you scared me. How many dollaries do you think that be? Uh, dollary dues. Oh, I don't know. I I wouldn't even want to hazard a guess. It's a lot. Bearing in mind weddings are expensive anyway, and neither of us have the experience of paying for a wedding. Twenty yet. grand. 31,500 American dollars. That sounds like a lot, but weddings aren't cheap. No, yeah. The very first ceremony took place on Valentine's Day in Japan, mm. and the service will soon be open to the general public for booking. So who did who did that? Who, some non-general public person had the first I service. I think so, yeah. It doesn't yeah. Say, it doesn't detail exactly who. But Actual cloud got married. Yeah, got got married to Sephiroth. Or maybe it's that bit where he dresses as a, as a woman and the man tries, so if, depending on what dialogue options you choose, what's he called? Don Corneo. Don Corneo tries to bed you. Dies, tries to get in your corneo. And yeah. you can say like, I'll do whatever you want daddy and stuff. I think you just stay silent. He's very, Cloud in that No, no, there's an option. You, there is, is literally, 
whatever you want, Daddy, is an option. Wow. I'm not even exaggerating. That's a, can't wait for that in the remake. Yeah. I'm, I am honestly fascinated to see how they handle that entire area. Uh, it's what about be that jacuzzi when you get in with all the boys? Yeah, you don't have to. I never did that, okay. funnily enough. Well, I did. I, d- I didn't know that you could, but yes, you can jump in the you can jump in the boy soup uh, with, all, <laughs> with yeah. all the fellas. They tell you not to go because they're lonely and oh, stuff. Oh, it's, it's very it's weird. Um, I can't remember what we were talking about. Anyway, Final Fantasy Weddings. That's a thing that you can do now. And that is all from the weird news this Excellent. week. A question, Peter. Yeah? Who be it from? It be from Rydia or Rydia. Uh, 704. 704. Rydia, what do you think? Rydia, I'm going to say Rydia because it's a Y. Yeah, okay. Um, are either or both of you completionists? Mm. Do you ever platinum... Do you ever platinum game? Give, no, we <laughs> talked about this at the start, okay? Do you ever platinum game or 100% them? If so, what's the hardest you have 100% it? Question mark. Still, still red. Yeah. Fantastically. Yeah. Peter, how do you feel about completing games all to, to the max? Well, I know that you are a not just a completionist in terms of you play a game and think, this is fun, I want to finish I wanna it. I want to finish it. But you're a, you're a, you collect platinums. Yeah, I believe there's a there's a more damaging term for it, but I appreciate your your candor. I don't know what that is. What is it? Trophy platterhor. Well, yeah, this is the second part of that. Right. The second part of that word. Trophy and then the W word. Oh, oh goodness me. Yeah. Um well, I personally, um I am I've I fall somewhere in between mm-hmm. um the I don't GAF or I am a trophy whore right. in that I I do actively wish to platinum games that I feel very strongly about. Yes. So, for example, I don't know if I've done it for Reignited yet. I've certainly done all all the in-game stuff, but I think there's a couple of trophies sort of, you know, that aren't related to in-game objectives that I need to do. Have you not done that yet? I don't think so. I've got 100% in all of the games and I've done all the skill points so that's right. everything that you so would the skill points aren't to do with trophies. No, they're different they're, they're which is a weird thing, thing. Yeah. yeah. So I've got most of that. I've I think I've done Insane Trilogy as well, or I've done one and three maybe, but not two. Mm-hmm. Um, and similarly, I mean, the second part of this question, what's the hardest thing you've 100%ed? Yeah. Uh, I did Halo 1 and Halo 3 solo on Legendary, and that was so difficult. Wow. And that's one of my proudest video game achievements is having done that because those those last couple of levels where you're just absolutely swamped with the flood and the covenant and this triggered like the game triggers explosions next to you for no reason and stuff it's yeah. just really brutal but sounds brutal you know i was i was a halo fanboy at least temporarily for the original trilogy anyway yeah. um and yeah crashed in spyro things like that you know i'm a big fan of those so that's kind of where my completionism uh is uh is sitting at the moment. I'm not. I'm not yet a trophy whore boy like you are. I am. But uh, tell me, tell me about life as a as a man who sells himself to trophies. Well, it, it started innocently enough mm-hmm. with the introduction of trophies. Yeah. All the way back in 2008. In fact, I can't remember when. There weren't trophies from launch for PS3. They added them a little while afterwards. Right. Um, and I think I've got. Oh, I think it's like 120 something, 130. I'm not sure. Something like that. That's mm-hmm. how many platinums I've got. Okay. But uh, generally, yes, I will only do that for games that I've really enjoyed or that I think. But but equally, I will do it for games that I think I can do it in. Yeah. Just because, uh, like Spider Man was the most recent one where I, I genuinely loved that game. Mm-hmm. And I played yeah. all the DLCs, and there's something to be said for tying 
everything your game has to offer to trophies because then people are more likely to do it yeah in my experience yeah but equally that can sort of be a bit damaging not that they truly probably care about that because by then they've had your money yeah and you've you've played it enough to talk about it extensively right but as is uh, as is the case with spyro mm -hmm. i have all the platinum trophies in the reignited trilogy right but i don't I don't give a damn about doing any of the skill points and stuff purely because mm. well the platinum's done and that's that game finished right and, and i never have to go back to it unless i just want to play it for fun that's funny that we have like inverse sort of priorities in that mm. respect like the the reason i've not done the platinum yet is because i i personally don't mind so much about seeing a platinum pop on my playstation right but i care enough about the actual in-game sort of content like the guidebook where you tick off skill points and stuff yeah. like i that's that that drives me to want to do 120% or whatever it is of Spyro 1 and get every skill point. But uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a that's a funny difference. I there, just have like that's... a knee knee weakening orgasm yeah. every time I get a platinum trophy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think I really do think there's something to be said for uh, uh, for 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 going for the platinum in in terms of seeing everything the game has to offer. Mm. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn had what I think is a good balance of a of a great platinum trophy, where it it made you do bits of everything, but it didn't make you do everything to completion. That's nice, in, for want of a better term. Yeah. So like, here's this optional thing you can do: do do some of them. Just don't, get a taste. Don't have for to it. do all of them. Yeah. Because then people, as is the case with some games go for platinum trophies and by the time they're done you're just like screw this game mm -hmm. i never want to see this game again yeah, no, even definitely. if it's really good in terms of the hardest one um i got the platinum in spec ops the line and that game is hard anyway that game on the hardest difficulty is just absurd mm -hmm. and uh, similarly with mass effect 2 on i think is it in it might be called insanity or it might be called nightmare <laughs> it's one of the two right at the hardest difficulty doing an entire playthrough on that was very hard in the end what i had to do was make sure i uh, built a character that ha could go invisible temporarily right. as one of his power-ups and just <laughs> run through some of the combat areas just because it was so difficult and they would just murder you so fast i remember doing that in oblivion uh i think they sort of nerfed it a bit in skyrim but in oblivion you could add up to, I think, 20% invisibility mm. onto a piece of armor. And there were, you could wear up to five different people. Like if right. you include like rings and amulets and stuff, you could wear like five plus pieces of armor. And so if you enchanted 20% invisibility on all these, mm. no one would ever see you. And you could like <laughs> attack someone and they wouldn't, they would be like, oh, oh, must have been a rat or whatever. Like, just, what was that noise? Yeah, your mind's playing tricks on me and things like that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you know, it just seems exploitative. The the one other thing I would say while we're on the subject is it's a bit of a shame when trophies are tied to multiplayer, particularly oh, if you yeah. pick up a game way later on. That was, and then you uh, know, servers are dead. That was absolutely rampant on PS3 when mm -hmm. everything was was copying Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare changed everything for multiplayer games, at least on consoles. Yeah. And everybody wanted a slice of that cake afterwards. Mm -hmm. And every game had some kind of shoehorned multiplayer, in, even in a way that just didn't make sense. Tomb Raider, Uncharted, there things was, like that. Well, yeah, exactly. And there was one game in particular that I really liked. It was like a combination of Bioshock and uh, like uh, Half-Life. And for the life of me, I cannot remember what it's called now. Okay. It wasn't Time Shift. It was something like that. Okay. Um, I'll give it a Google in a minute. Uh, but basically that game had an ill-thought-out multiplayer. Mm -hmm. And I remember a good few years after it came out, 
going back to it and trying to get the multiplayer trophies and they were for playing the multiplayer for quite some time yeah. so it's like get so many kills with this creature mm-hmm. or whatever and <laughs> i there was like i had to set it on find a game click that button and then just leave it for like an hour Gosh. just while i was doing stuff and there was at one point we had up a, a game going yeah. one game going and everybody just stayed in it because they knew as soon as they left we wouldn't be able to play anymore. They wouldn't be able to find mm-hmm. another game. And it would just, as soon as you found the game, you 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 were committed then to playing it for as long as you could. Yeah. Because it would just disappear again. Then you're no just chatting to there. each other saying, right, which trophies have you not got yet? Because <laughs> we need to do, we might not have another chance. Yeah. So yeah. that, I'm going to, I'm going to look up what that game is now. Okay. But uh, yeah, that was, that would definitely be the, one of the hardest parts about going for, Going for platinum trophies mm-hmm. is when servers are switched off. Just yeah. the worst. Singularity. Singularity. That was the name of the game developed by Raven Software, published by Activision. And then they just sort of, Raven Software has just contributed to Call of Duty now over the years. But that was their last, I think, proper go at a narrative original IP. And it was really good. It was a bit wonky in it places. Rings a bell. But, but I, I really enjoyed that game. Anyway, the multiplayer was crap. So right. that was a shame. Uh, anyway. Lovely question. Thank you very much. Thank you. If you'd like to submit a question and uh, you're not a patron, consider going to patreon.com forward slash team triple jump. And we usually ask for questions a couple of days before we record. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. It's time for the big discussion, Peter. Oh, it's a strange one this time. Big discussion time. So, Peter, Hmm. can I talk to you about that Xbox One's? Xbox One S, the Xbox One. The Xbox Ones, yeah. So we've got two questions here. The first one comes from Ginny. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on the rumors of the discless Xbox One S, Xbox One S coming soon? Mm. I prefer having the physical copies of games and not really looking forward to a future of just streaming games. Yeah. And equally, Thomas McAllister says, having been an early adopter of OnLive, which went the way of the Dodo, I wondered if you see any benefits in a streaming-only console in today's gaming environment. With faster average internet speeds than, this is difficult to see with the highlight I've gotten here, than what that console slash service debuted, that when, sorry, that console slash service debuted, could this be a way of bringing the divide between console and PC performance and game variety in the future? Bridging the divide. Bloody hell. It's interesting. They, they, you know, Ginny, Ginny's a, a big no, and Thomas McAllister sees the po- some positives, or is questioning whether yeah. there might be some positives. I, as a as a headline to my answer, I would say that I'm pretty much with Ginny in that I really like having physical copies of things. I only really, I mean, in this business, when we are sometimes kindly sent review copies or, yes. or early press copies of games, uh, that's pretty much the only time I will end up with digital copies. It's almost exclusively code now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I ever get a game for myself, I prefer to get a physical. Mm-hmm. Um, the one exception was Reignited. I wanted to play that as soon as physically possible. And I was right. like, I don't want to leave it to the post. So mm-hmm. I, I got both. <laughs> that's how bad I am. I, I got a code so I could play it on, on launch day. But I also wanted a physical, which I think is still in its cellophane. Really? Yeah. Just to just to hold on to. Just you're, to have. You're the statistical anomaly. I that's, am. That's what it is. Although I do have a digital and physical version of a Fallout Four. Right. So before we before we continue, I should I should or we should say sorry that that like there are I, I do see the the positives to it. Mm. Like before we even talk about the rumor. No, I do. Like Fallout Four, for example, is the only game I've ever pre-ordered and preloaded yeah. as well because I think preloading is a really good idea mm-hmm. wherein 
you pre-order a game digitally and maybe a week before release they let you download the full game and it unlocks at midnight yeah. at release so you can just play it immediately that's that's a brilliant idea mm. i think that's great and um you know, streaming-wise, we've we've got some things to read in a second. I don't know about moving fully in the direction of streaming. I think no. it'll get there eventually, but it's a long way off. But in terms of having a console that's digital games only, so you can still download games to it, it just doesn't take discs anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a weird that's a weird half step, and it has been done before. And again, we will we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. First, though, we go to the Evening Standard, which talks about the the rumor here about the Xbox One S, um, sort of a discless version coming. The Xbox One S, of course, is the smaller redesigned Xbox One unit that supports HDR and 4K, among other things like mm, that. So it's yeah. just kind of like the PS2 Slim and the PS3 Slim and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So the Evening Standard says the new console set to be called Xbox One S All Digital Edition. Stop lengthening your names. Would allow. Remember when they wanted it just to be called the One? That's why they <laughs> called it Xbox. And then they just keep adding words to it. Yeah. Like its Xbox game, sorry, would allow gamers to ditch discs and play completely digitally. Mm. Fans would be able to buy games via a streaming platform like its Xbox Games Pass digital subscription to make gaming more like Netflix and Spotify, where no one really owns anything. Sounds great. Yeah, it does. It really, that's a sort of a negative spin. Yeah. One benefit of a discless console is that it would make it much cheaper. True. And that is true. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you need to have less less parts, fewer parts mm. in it. Uh, and fewer parts to break down as well once once you've paid for it it'll be quieter it will be faster it would should technically be cheaper mm. uh, but by the same token digital ga- digital games are expensive yeah and there are sales quite a lot but you know some, some games their prices just don't go down and mm. when you're pre-ordering you can get a physical game for 40 quid in a yeah. digital one you're looking at like 60 at least mm. just as a baseline level it's and weird i i would have tricky. thought that digital would be cheaper well yeah there's really no understand. overheads it's because they can dictate the market well yeah that's why and no, it's, yeah. it's messed up because they it should be cheaper because mm. there's far fewer costs yeah. uh, involved uh, last year news leaked that the global tech company was working on a new project codenamed scarlet not Captain Scarlet, no. which is what I thought it was, which was Xbox's version of a game streaming platform. Microsoft's gaming head Phil Spencer hinted something along these lines at the company's E3 conference in June, saying, our cloud engineers are building a game streaming network to unlock console gaming on any device. Mm. In a recent interview with GeekWire, Spencer added some some more weights to Xbox's cross-device plan, saying, we want to bring Game Pass to any device that somebody wants to play on, not just because it's our business, but because, but really because the business model allows for people to consume and find games that they wouldn't have played in any other space. So not only is there potentially going to be this Xbox One S all-digital edition, but also they want to bring this streaming ability to to any device, which mm. we have seen before as well. Yeah. Uh, PS4 has had remote play for a while. So has the uh, uh, the, the PS3 as well. PS or now, yeah. So it's uh, you could stream. And I think they've just introduced it actually to iPhones and, and the like where you can use their newly released d- app this week actually. Right. Where you can just stream your PS4, what your PS4 is doing mm. and use virtual buttons on your phone weird so it is possible the thing with the streaming thing i in a way i can see more benefits to that i think having a discless console all you're basically doing is yeah all right, i know we say like it's probably going to be cheaper to build the console and that's good and it might not break down as much but yeah. what you're really doing is saying no more boxes for you like mm. there's not that many pluses to it but at least with, with streaming it one positive is that uh 
the game itself is not being run from your console. In fact, you might not have a console. Basically, like you need a device that can receive the stream. Yeah. Um, so as a result, I mean, PC gaming is, you know, that's built entirely around like crafting the best possible rig and mm -hmm. like, oh, here's my really expensive set of components. Yeah. If, if the game is being streamed to your home, you don't need a super expensive, like, flashy machine. And that's really that's what, where it comes into it. That's what OnLive was about as well. OnLive right. was basically just a little Wi-Fi receiver mm. that as long as you had the the internet to do it, you could just stream games directly to it. They're being run somewhere else. Yeah. And it comes directly to you. So, yeah, it's it It's two different things here, really. But then the only, the only oh, well, not the only downside, but one of the biggest downsides is, number one, you need to be connected to the internet in order to play your game. You know, yeah. if you're paying for the service or paying for a game, if you can't, if you can't, get connected or if you don't have fast enough speed you're gonna have issues with it i played playstation now this was a while ago i know you played it more recently haven't you i think you said playstation it. now yeah yeah i accidentally bought a subscription to playstation now when i was trying to get playstation plus which is one of not not one of my greatest moments <laughs> but um, you said it's improved a bit hasn't so it? so i have a real issue with the the games that they offer mm -hmm. i feel like there's just not enough there yeah and it's just not worth it for that price alone but the only way i could get it to run was in the uh, Yogscast offices right. on, you know, our powerful editing PCs. Mm -hmm. uh, not that, you know, the, the power of the PC has anything to do with it, but I just mean like it was it was an expensive computer and it was really fast internet. And right. even then it stuttered right. from time to time and it wouldn't let me uh, play certain things. Mm. But when I was at home, it, it just didn't work. Like oh, it, really? just, it would not let me start up. OnLive was pretty good because, and I think it probably differs from service to service. Mm -hmm. OnLive was quite good because it would just, I think it would just downgrade the quality of the stream that right. you were getting just to make sure that you could actually play it. Yeah. Whereas PlayStation Now has like a baseline test it does. And if you if you don't pass it, it just goes, no. Right. It just won't even let you play it. I must be thinking of someone else. I, someone I spoke to said they played it recently and they thought at least the latency wasn't as bad uh, in terms of like, oh. you know, the, the input output delay. But um, certainly I played it, it was probably about a year ago now. I played Bioshock One, I think. Okay. And yeah, I noticed like a bit of a bit of a delay in sort of my my inputs and like what I was getting back from the stream. And so, you know, that's that's the big drawback is if you don't have a fast enough speed, or indeed if you live out in the sticks, like I was living for six months when yeah. we were at Vidius. I wouldn't have. I just wouldn't have been able to play. If we were in a world from you know in ten years time, the theoretical world where everything is streamed. Yeah. Then. I wouldn't have been able to play video games at all, hmm. and uh, that's that's a massive uh, negative in in my view. Some people, it's it's sort of this idea that like, oh well, we're all on the internet now, aren't we? Well, we're not actually all on fast enough internet. Sometimes, yet. yeah, especially with like single player games that shouldn't require internet access to mm. play. You know, we've we've again, this brings into another element, which is a little while about a little while ago with with this sort of harmful DRM yeah. and things like that on PC, where Always it's like, online. I want to play my single-player game. No, you have to be online. You have Sim to be City signed in. or whatever it was. Yeah, was it was ridiculous. You like, single-player. People don't want that, and I believe that there will always be some kind of avenue for people to play their physical games uh, in, in some manner or another. Mm. Um, but moving away from streaming and moving to just a console that doesn't have, doesn't take physical discs. You can yeah. download stuff to it, but you can't, uh, you know, you can't, Put, put your existing console games into it. Right. Um, the PSP Go yeah. was uh, 
<laughs> a short-lived experiment by Sony mm-hmm. just to see if people would be up for, again, like just a handheld that doesn't take the cartridges that the PSP runs on. Or they yeah. weren't cartridges. They were these stupid disc things. But um, <laughs> that's just what PlayStation really did. angry about I, this. God. Well, the thing is, disc I bought a PSP Go mm-hmm. and I really liked it because I knew what it was yeah. and I wasn't falling for anything. I already had a library of games that I had bought digitally, right. in particular PS1 classics that I'd bought. Yeah. And I was able to basically have this amazing little PSP thing that that folded up and had the controls underneath. It was a really nifty little device. Mm. And I could play all of my favorite PS1 games on it. Yeah. And for that, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. But I, I do appreciate that, you know, some people want to be able to play their physical games on it. Yeah. Um, obviously, with this console, it's not exclusively streaming games to it. I imagine that'll be an option and that'll be a big aspect. Yeah. But if your internet goes down and you've got a game downloaded to it, you can still play that. Yeah, no, that's that's good. Yeah. Which is a good compromise. And mm. I think, well, this is clearly not a gamble, but this is sort of testing the waters or yeah, at least Microsoft exactly. testing it out and seeing what people are, are how receptive they are to it, really, before... Because it's going to go that way. Yeah. We're going to get Netflix, but for games. It's going to happen. Like, we should be properly. grateful, really, that this intermediate step is even being considered. And like, you mm. know, because, I mean, I've got uh, something here that I think I mentioned on a video or a stream previously from... Uh, Yves Guillemot from uh, yes from uh, Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. He's the CEO. Um, he did a, an interview with TechSpot.com, and he's quoted as saying, "Game streaming will replace all gaming platforms." He thinks after the next generation could so happen. He, he reckons that everything will be streamed after PS5 uh, generation. Yeah, and uh, you know he he says he calls it platform agnostic gaming. Um, wow, which is a, a strange thing. I, I guess you, you also have to. He makes a, a point where does does it call into question the idea of exclusives and things? Because you don't have a console. Like, how are consoles? How is it going to be handled in terms of what are Sony and Microsoft going to do differently? Are they mm. are they still going to be have their own streaming services and will you have exclusives on those streaming services or? Do you think like in 50 or 100 years time, there'll just be one giant monopoly service that's providing all of the gaming? I think at some point someone's going to step in. Either the big three get together and just agree, look, let's put out this machine Mm. that lets people stream. We'll just focus on making games for it. Yeah. Or, as you said, there's going to be this massive multi-corporation at some point. It's kind of like... It's very speculative, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of like the the South Park episode where people come through from the future and they're all just sort of like this sort of tanned color. They're all hairless. And that's just what the human race looks like in like a million years Mm because everyone's just like... That's all the races have combined. No one is... No one's unique anymore. Mm. And that's <laughs> in a very weird way. It's a weird analogy. Yeah. But that's kind of where it's going in that it will there will be a point, probably. Well, because we're already doing cross, cross-platform play, aren't we? Well, so, exactly. Yeah. I, I would be amazed if at some point someone doesn't come out with a console that just plays everything. Yeah. Um, and you have a PlayStation bit, you have an Xbox bit, and you have a Nintendo bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it would it would be shocking to me. Yeah. But I think that's a little way away. The thing I'm interested in is who's going to be the first person to make that leap. Because I have a feeling, much like, not that it affected them really, the decision to stick, to get rid of the, the headphone jack on iPhones. Yeah. Whoever does it first is going to get so much slack that all the other, all the, the their competitor needs to say is, 
you can still use discs we on still ours. Have discs, and yeah. people will go, ah! That's a good point. Yeah, I think it's going to be a real gamble. If they don't just come together and say, look, let's not try and dick each other over here. Mm-hmm. Are we doing this yeah. or are we not? Then someone's going to go first and it could potentially be a platform destroying decision. Yeah, it could be. Because people, it's where it's going, but people don't want it on the whole, I no, don't think. I don't want it. I don't. I don't want it yet. No. I still like the idea of having physical games. Yeah. Even outside of that, I don't like the the idea of always having to be online to play. Mm. So, but yeah. even so, let us know in the comments below what mm. you think of not only uh, games just being streamed exclusively, or of a, dis- a discless console, sort of a physical physical media less console that only takes downloads. Yeah. Um, and if you think this Xbox rumor is is true at all, it sounds like it pretty much is. Yeah probably be announced at e3 oh by the way ea have said they're not having an e3 conference this year as well as playstation Brilliant. so e3 is uh it's looking good yeah who's is anyone gonna be there uh nintendo won't be nintendo there they won't be um, um microsoft it's just microsoft yeah um yeah With their discless console oh god yeah one thing i wanted to mention actually before we before we wrap up mm. it's really weird so when you open youtube on your phone and you've got youtube open on your tv mm. especially if you've got it open on a console it can recognize if it's open and you can press a button on the YouTube video you're watching on your phone to like connect it to your console or whichever app is connected to the TV. Right. And it'll just play the video. Okay. Which is a cool function that I don't use very often, but you know, if you've got something specific on your phone, like someone sent you a link and you want to open it without having to search for it, it, it's really good. So I tried to do that the other day and it didn't, it said connected and then I tried to do it and it didn't work. Okay, that's weird. And then, and so I closed the app, reopened it, and did it again. It connected, and then it worked. But then, like a minute later, I got a text from my friend in London saying, "How did you just put a YouTube video up on my PS4?" Then what? Is I, it because you were logged in on his PS4? Well, no, because there's no login at all. It's meant to just detect what's. I don't know how it works, but you don't have to like enter a code or connect it in any way. He's in the other end of the country, happened to be watching YouTube at the same time as me. And it just connected to clearly. I've done it. I've I've done the cast thing to his uh, yeah. his PS4 before. He must at have some said point, that it was you if he needed to contact you as but well. It's, well. it was it was a triple jump video. Oh, I see. It was a triple jump video that I wanted to watch because it, it hadn't gone out yet, and I just, just wanted well, to it see wasn't it. some really well, horrible exactly. like soft core porn on and YouTube. Really horrible soft core. Porn. Well, there's probably you know just like no, well, I agree. Not really I agree. weird stuff. Someone walking in a cake or something like that. Could have been. (laughs) Everybody loves that. Yeah. Could have been like a personal family video or something like that. But yeah, that was. I don't know how that happened or how that even works. Mm. Uh, I'd like to think it would only ever potentially connect to things that you've connected to before, not just random strangers consoles that that live nearby. But this this guy lives in London. Everyone in your building. Four and a half hours drive away. Triple jump on that. We should do that. That's how we get our videos out. Just drive around Newcastle. Just broadcasting (laughs) it to different things. Yeah, anyway, I just thought that was insane. And I couldn't believe that that happened. It was mental. There's a guy doing like keyhole surgery, surgeon it comes up on his (laughs) screen as he's trying to Ooh remove the bullet this is a fun video from the from the guy in california who was trying to sleep god it's all come full circle yeah right well that's it that's our podcast that's the podcast peter where can they find us should they want it uh you can find us almost every sorry i keep whacking this hello yes uh you can find us almost everywhere at team triple jump that's Mm. on youtube 
on Twitch, on Twitter, mm. on Facebook. Huh? You can also go to Team Triple Jump on Patreon, where we have all kinds of rewards at different yes. tiers. Yes. Uh, you can do things like see Worst Games Ever two days early, and you can submit questions to the podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also, if you're a patron, go to uh, a, an exclusive room in our Discord, which is bit.ly forward slash Team Triple Jump. Yeah. Uh, finally, there uh, is, there's a website. Yeah. It's triple j dot mup. That's triple yes. j u dot m p. We're taking video editor applications at the moment. We are. So go have a look on there and see 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 if anything strikes your fancy. Mm. If you're watching the video, play.acast.com forward slash s forward slash triple jump. It's not the best link in the world, but that's how, uh, that's sort of the direct hosting website for the MP3 of the podcast. It'll be in the link below. Mm -hmm. And if you just search for us on your platform of choice, we may just pop up. So that that might be the way to find us really. Uh, Finally, lists. They're every Tuesday and Thursday. Streams, they're every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Hmm. Worst games ever. It's a worst games ever week. So for those of you uh, watching slash listening to this on the Saturday that this comes out, uh, for patrons, it went out yesterday. Worst games ever. And for the rest of you, it's out tomorrow tomorrow. on Sunday. So we hope you enjoy that. Podcast, of course, is every Saturday. You're listening to it. That's how it goes. Hmm. And I think that's all, Peter. That's all. I think we did it. Yeah. Let me just shuffle my papers like an important man. And VODs. VODs go out every few days. Yes, yeah, they do. Sorry if they annoy you. Mm. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much for listening, everybody. And thank you for watching if you've done that too. Make sure you leave us reviews and, and the like on various podcast platforms. It really helps. Mm. And uh, like, share, and subscribe. And let us know uh, in the comments below what you thought of, of our various topics of conversation today, Definitely. including the optimal placement for suction cup based blue roll holders. Submit your own questions for next week by going to Patreon. Anyway, that's, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I think, I think Thank we you very it much, Peter. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. See you next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.